Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Feral Audio. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome. Nice to be back. Ronnie Chang is on the show from The Daily Show. It's going to be good. I already recorded it, so I know it's going to be good. I have some tour dates coming up. May 30th, I'll be at the Sasquatch Festival in the Gorge in uh, Washington State. Then I'm doing crowd work shows in the UK starting in June. June 13th in Manchester, then the 14th through 18th in London at the uh, Soho Theater. In Manchester, I'll be at the Pub Zoo. Then I have a Draft House Comedy in Washington, D.C., July 1st and 2nd. I'm going to be at the um, Just for Last Festival in Montreal. I don't know what dates yet. In July, though. And I'll be in Calgary. I return to my, not my Calgary, but maybe it will be my Calgary after I, I perform there a second time. At the YYC Comedy Festival in Calgary, September 28th. And uh, listen to, go to feralaudio.com for uh, this podcast and many podcasts that I need to catch up on and listen to. And there's a little button on there. It says support our artists, support our artists. And if you cl- you click on that, you don't have to make a donation, but it's an Amazon link. And if you're buying stuff on Amazon anyway, this way you get to uh, donate some money because they get a cut of it. By they, I mean I get most of it. No, I don't. I don't know what I get, but it's not about that. It's about the other people getting money. And what else? Uh, there's some new links on my uh, on my website, toddbarrett.com, including me as an extra with Carrot Top in Police Academy 5. It's true. We both live down in Florida. We were on the open mic scene and uh, got a sweet $40 a, day, $40 a day gig being on Police Academy 5, being in Police Academy 5. Assignment, Miami Beach. Trivia, though, filmed in West Palm Beach, at least this scene. <clears throat> Excuse me. What else is, am I leaving anything out? I don't think I'm leaving anything out. Oh, the T-shirts. You can try that, Teespring. We might, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little complicated. It's like this little quota system. But if a, there's a surge of orders, it'll happen. Teespring, T-E-E-Spring.com slash Toddberry. I realize that was the worst pitch for my t-shirts that anyone could come up with. Terrible pitch. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry my throat is uh, is doing that. And I'm sorry I'm not re-recording this. Here's Ronnie Chang, everyone. Let's do it. What's that water you're drinking, man? Oh, man, this is... I never go for these gimmicky waters. I did it just this one time. And it's organic birch tree water. Oh, my God. It tastes terrible. It tastes terrible. Yeah. It tastes like sour water. What is the uh, what is the selling point of that? I, I had no idea. It's something like it comes from a tree, but it feels like it's been sitting in a tree. So it tastes <laughs> like someone just took a branch and like 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 stirred a pot of water with it. Now it tastes... It does like, have birch right in the name though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it that tastes sounds like Now I'm curious how much of that set you back. I'm not sure. Man, I didn't even look. I was so thirsty. I just grabbed the first thing, and then at at the, because I don't drink like soda anymore. I just drink water. So it said no sugar in this, just tree, just tree. Yeah. Well, you were warned. Yeah. You were warned that you were about to drink some bad water. Yeah, it's just sour water. I'm sorry for um dissing the brand. Uh, that that no, really you kills your sponsorship. Oh, did you uh, <laughs> did you diss them? Well, you didn't mention the name. I didn't mention the name. Yeah, no. but it's basically it's. I think you know one Google search and people will know which birch water I'm it, talking about. But, it's uh, basically a water that comes from a tree. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'll get back to them. Maybe they'll send me a case just to. Uh, Change your mind. Just to change my mind, and then I'll, I won't like it, and then I'll be stuck with a case of it. <laughs> but uh, 
Did you have something, like you said, saved for the podcast when you walked in? Was there something specific? Did you, did you have a killer story or something? Oh, no. I just oh, want to just tell you. Just in general. Just general coming here, what happened. Oh, just, what happened? Um, no, 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 it's very mundane. It was just mundane stuff. Also, do, don't you have to... Oh, so now the magic is broken because I thought that you give that intro before the podcast, but obviously you just do it afterwards. Yeah, we've been recording for a minute. And yeah, 40, I didn't even realize. 49, 50 seconds. Wow. Yeah, well, thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Yeah. Really, really nice to be. Did um, something happen on the way over? Uh, it's. I'm going to tell the story. It's going to be a huge letdown. I, I uh, Especially went since you. Hyped it up. <laughs> no, especially since you announced the letdown ahead of time. I do the same thing, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, I On the way here, I was going to cut my hair before I met you. And then in the train, the train, it, the first time I've experienced a New York subway, like train stop in the tunnel, no reception. Just oh, yeah? stuck there for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Which 15 minutes isn't a long time. But if you're, you know, flying by the sea of your pants like I do, where you just reach destinations right in on time. Oh, really? Then, yeah, 15 minutes is over. So basically, I missed my haircut. And I was going to come and... Uh, message you and see if I could just come to your podcast early, come and record this early. And then slam out. Oh, because you missed the haircut. Right, I missed the haircut. So I was going to come over. So I, as I was walking here, I passed by um, the Treadwell House Museum. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You know, I've always wondered about <laughs> That's on like 4th Street, right? Yeah. I've never, I always walk by and I go, I should, I've never set foot yeah. in this place. And so I walked by it and I got 45 minutes till I'm supposed to meet you. Yeah. And um, oh my God, this isn't. The yeah, it's all recording. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we just looked to see if the microphone yeah, was on. Yeah. Um, I walked by it and I had the same thought which you just described where I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. I like history. I like old houses. I, lo I like New York architecture. I, you know what? I'll come back next time. And then I and I was like, you know what? If I don't go now, I never go. Oh, so you went. So I went inside. How was it? Uh, it was okay. It was cool. I'm glad I went. It was ex It was like the admission fee was $13, which makes you go, really? Yeah, it's a little steep. No, but then but then you go, oh, you know what? It's like you got to support the, you know, then literally there's no other way they're making money. They're open. Yeah, yeah. You I know? guess New York, yeah. $13 is not a... Exactly, exactly. For anything. So everything, every thought you just had, I also had as well. And then So I, did you take a tour or did you just walk around? I walked in. There was like, um, you know, people in there who obviously worked there. And then they gave me this old school, like, office binder folder uh -huh. and it, it, it's a paper guide and so you have to just flip the pages and just walk oh, yourself man. through yeah it was it, it, I, I don't know it was it was if you like history it, it was interesting if you don't like history you'd be hugely bored by it it's how long house. um how long were you in there he's in there for like maybe 40 minutes so me not letting you on early although you didn't ask yes i, I would have let ask. you on early yes but I did not that ask. little free time yeah and that subway and you got to go to this museum that you've always talked about going to. <laughs> Which I never knew existed. And you're out $13. Oh, yeah. this is, I thought this, I thought you'd passed it before. No, I've never passed it. That's why uh, I passed by one time. I'm like, what is this? How come this house has opening hours? Because it? Yeah. it looks like a residential house. Oh, okay. Then I'm like, what is inside? Oh, it's a museum. And I then love you museums. dove in. I dove in, yeah. Wow. And so now I can always say I went to this little house museum and, um. Oh. Yeah. I went to Graceland a few weeks ago. Like Elvis? Yeah, where Elvis Presley lived. Have you been there before? No, I haven't. I've been to Memphis, but I'd never been to uh, Graceland. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's not going to be. It's just going to be big and overwhelming. And it was just sort of just the right size. Okay. Like, it's a big house. Mm -hmm. But it's not, you know, it's not the White House big. Well, I've never been to the White House. Well, once again, name dropping well, the I, White House. I've, you know, I've been in the White House, but not a couple like, times. it's not like I'm, you know, <laughs> passing Obama in the hallway. Like, there's, there's a lot of sections to the White House. Right. And uh, there's some that probably he does not hang out in. And it, that's where I was. Isn't that interesting, the, the tourist destinations? Because I guess you and, like, you would travel a lot for work, as do I, for uh -huh. touring. And then there's all these tourist destinations, which it's, like, compulsory, but you don't want to go. But then you do go, and you're like, all right, it was okay. Like, I'm glad I went, but beforehand, you're like, I don't really want to go. Yeah, because I was like, uh, I think I had a choice of two things I could do in Memphis with my time. And it was, one was... Oh, one was go to the zoo, which I heard was good. Yeah. And then one was go to Graceland. And I was like, well, I, I heard this, the zoo. I'd love to go to a good zoo. I mean, I like looking at animals. I have yeah. mixed feelings about zoos. but Yeah, me too. But I do love looking at animals. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, I had been to a zoo before. Mm -hmm. And no, I've been. never been to Elvis Presley's house mm. before, as far as I remember. Mm. And uh, But they get there's an iPad tour. It cost like forty dollars to get in. Oh it was my God. Yeah, it was like it was like forty, thirty-eight dollars or something. But they give you this iPad tour, right. uh, narrated by John Stamos. Oh, that's good. <laughs> which I don't honestly. I mean, he did fine job. But it's not like 
I don't know that what he brought to the table. <laughs> like, it wasn't like, oh man, I could see why they got John Stamos for this. Although it did get me talking about it. Do you so, know Stamos personally? I was on Larry Sanders' show with him. That's what I thought. But I wasn't in any scenes with him, so I didn't. I oh, think we filmed different days. But he came into the Comedy Cellar maybe a year ago, mm. and I just said, oh, you know, he seems approachable. And I walked up and I said, hey, I was on the same episode. Yeah. Because is- he could not have gone through that night without knowing that I had six lines on the same episode of a TV show he did 19 what, years ago. Was he cool? He was very nice. Yeah, yeah. he was totally friendly. And uh, yeah. In in my opinion, you you could get some work as a tour guide narrator. I think you'd be awesome. Really? Yeah. But do it in your stage voice, though. Hey, this is... Maybe, maybe that's... Maybe I'll okay. steal his gig. I'll find out what to pay him. <laughs> steal his Elvis... Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's got a renewal thing where he's going... <laughs> He's coming up for renewal, and they're like, "Hey, we know another forty grand for me." And like, you know, why don't you give me twenty-eight grand, thirty grand, <laughs> and I will do it, and I'll start over. No, but, but have you considered voice work? I've done a lot of, of animation. Yeah, I figured you would have. Yeah, you got the great. Yeah, I do. I mean, thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. I mean, thanks. But this iPad tour was great because you just kind of walk and be like, "Now turn to your right." And you'll see a staircase right in front. He's like, "How did you know that staircase <laughs> is right in front?" Of you? Yeah. But then I forgot that his grave was there. Oh. So yeah. then you're like, "Oh shit! Now I'm sad." Right. But it wasn't. It was. It was. Uh. It wasn't overwhelming. It was good. And I recommend right. Graceland, no matter what the price. <laughs> and they're very nice there. Oh, so it, was, uh, it lived. It lived up to the. Yeah, it was like it, no, it, be, it exceeded my oh, expectations. I just thought I'd be like, "Ugh, why good. am I here?" Yeah. But. I was in London. Same. Oh yeah, I went to the Buckingham Palace. Uh-huh. Same thing. So, um, walked past it several times. Been to London three or four times now. Have walked past it a couple times. Always put the Buckingham Palace thing as one of those. It's cool. I'll do it next time. And then last trip I was there last uh, August. In, I was in London last September. I was in in London doing some shows, and I was like, all right, you know what? My friend was there. We're like, okay, let's just go Buckingham Palace. Let's just do it. Went inside, did the whole tour, the whole nine yards, everything, like summer tour of the up and down into the courtyard, into yeah. the pal, up the stairs and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, it was worth it. Like, it's hard to describe it because you're not, you know, you don't walk out like going like pumped, but you're like, oh, I'm happy I went. And I don't need to <laughs> it go It would again. be funny if you were high-fiving everyone <laughs> around you. Which is what a reviewer in Melbourne said about your show. Remember that one that you got oh, mad yeah, about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about me today, though. No. Where did I meet you? You met me. Um, you met me first time. You met me. You don't remember. And I then, don't because I keep every time I see you, I ask you where I met you. Oh yeah. So yeah. this is another time that I won't remember. But let me. Right. Maybe it'll sink in. This it was weird because the first time you met me, you wouldn't remember. But then the second time you met me, you knew my name. Which oh means really? You did remember me, but you didn't know where. Yeah. Hot man, that's. Yeah. I'm impressed with myself. Yeah. That's probably not true, but I'm impressed. No. No, no I, I mean it's true that I impressed myself. Hmm. It's very unlikely I remembered your name. Yeah, you did. Where was the first time I met the, you? The first time I told you this story before. It was um, you didn't I, tell my people, no, my I fans. Not. I did not. The story. Um, yeah, it's a cool story. So, um, uh, I came to New York to do the New York bar exam. As a so, this was I was doing comedy for about a year, two years maybe, two years in, and then I came to New York to do a bar exam in 2011. Flip from where? Australia. I was living in Australia. So we wanted to take the New York bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Because I was trying to move here. I thought that would be the easiest way for me to move to New York is to do the professional path because I have a law degree. Okay. I, I didn't school. see. I didn't even know that. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, I went to law school in Australia. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so I came to do a New York bar, um, went all the way up to Buffalo, New York. That's a whole story to, uh-huh. to do that exam. Um, I studied like three months for it and um, did not pass, um, but I didn't know at the time. That was just, So this was just after the exam finished. So I had some, some free time. You know, I've been doing comedy for two years. Big comedy nerd. I'm like, you know, always been a fan of your stuff. Saw you at the, saw you were on at the cellar. I was going to go to the cellar anyway. So I went to the cellar. I saw Todd Barry was on. Um, I spoke to the big security guard. I'm not sure if it's impolite to mention his race, so I won't. But he was a big security guard. <laughs> I don't know what the etiquette is. In my, I don't know what PC. I, think, I don't know. I what, think what you just did is actually worse. It's worse. <laughs> I know. It is. But it is. It's uh He's, it's irrelevant. Sure, his race is irrelevant. And he's I know big, you're not a racist, yeah. but it is irrelevant. His his He was a big security guy. I say that he was big, this relevant because he was kind of intimidating. And then I go up to him and because obviously sold out. Seller, sold out. It's always sold out. You can never go in. I don't know yeah. how anyone manages to go in. Um, I So I, I I tell the guy, the the guy, the security guy, like, hey, listen, man, I, I, come, I came from Malaysia. I just wanted to see Todd Berry for like five seconds. I'll stay in the corridor and then I'll watch him. I'll get out. And... um. And he, the guy, the security guard just said, yeah, okay. Really? Yeah. And so he just let me in. It was the nicest 
thing ever. So he let me. I was standing in the hallway of the comedy cellar. How long ago was this? This was 2011. Wow. Yeah, and then Amy Schumer was there. Amy Schumer was. There. I was holding my 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 notebook, my black moleskin notebook, and then Amy Schumer was looking at me like, "Hey, are you are you jumping on?" Uh, and this was, I guess, before Amy blew up. Uh-huh. Um, um, and she, she, are you jumping on? And I'm like, uh, she, she was like, are you, are you a comic? Are you jumping on? I'm like, oh, I am a comic, but I'm not jumping on. I'm just here. I'm just trying to see Todd Barry. Um, and she was like, oh. And then she walked inside and got you, and then you came out. Really? And yeah. And then you said, oh, hi. I'm like, oh, hi, Mr. Barry. Nice to meet you. I'm Ron. I'm a big fan. Uh, from Malaysia. Um, and, um, you said, oh, cool. I got a joke about Malaysia. I'm like, yeah, I know that joke, blah, blah. And then, um, and then you said, uh, cool, nice to meet you. I said, oh, yeah, nice to meet you. Thanks a lot. And you went upstairs, and then I went out. Wow, that sounds like I, I handled that perfectly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, how else would you, ha- well, how would you handle it now? You know, well, some people... Uh, Overbearing. Right. Some people would be like, he dissed me, man. He said hi to me, then just went upstairs. Oh, so like, no. Yeah, that is what I did. I, right. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what all you need to do in that situation. Right, so I try not to be over, like I get it. Like I'm just, oh, I'm just here to say hi. Like thanks, you know, I'm yeah. not something entitled yeah, yeah. with your time. I'm happy to some if someone saying hi to me. Yeah. So and then you left, and then I went out, uh, and then I, I I left New York, um, like a couple of days later, and then the next time I saw you was at Montreal. I got invited to Just for Laughs in 2012. So you went from like this guy who's taking, who's ready to be a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to give up comedy and be a lawyer. Yeah. To being at Montreal Comedy Festival. Yeah, yeah, How does yeah. that happen? How um, many years had you been doing it, Pettis? In 2012, I, I was doing it three years. Three years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't be, nothing should be going on. <laughs> um, Too much too soon. Yeah, a little, well, I, maybe. Uh, so three, I got invited just for last, but that first invitation, I always put just for last on a pedestal because I watched it when I was a kid in Singapore. Yeah. So I always put it on a pedestal and, and I would do any gig they asked me to do. Even today, I'd still be like, oh my God, just for last is awesome. Yeah. Um, and they asked me to come, they got me to come down and they got me to do the warm-up shows. But I didn't know what that meant at the time. And they didn't say, oh, just come to warm-up shows. They just I don't said, even know what that means. Oh, it just means, you know those shows, you know when, you don't do, when you're warming up for a gala, they give you those spots around town and then you yeah. do the gala? Yeah. Yeah, so I was, uh, they, they invited me to go, which is still an invite. And even, in, even if I knew this beforehand, I'd still go. I'm not complaining. But I was doing those warm-up shows, you know, the... The, the, but you weren't doing a gala? No, no gala, no nothing. So you're warming up for a gala that they didn't give you? No, oh, no, 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 they didn't give me. I was just there doing it. It was nice of them to so even invite me. they flew you there? Um, I think they flew me there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's very tough for them to fly people from Australia. Yeah, I would think yeah. so. Especially. Yeah. So the, the fact that they flew me out there was huge. And so I've always, you know, uh, I, I I always have, uh, like, love Just the Last. And they, they've always, you know, supported me when they can. And, and, and so that was the first time I went and I did that warm up show and it was awesome to meet. Is all that my... where I saw you perform outside? I saw you perform outside oh, somewhere it, and it was like, wow, this doesn't look like the funnest gig in the world. Was that just for laughs? Yeah. I, I definitely perform outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was that fun? Was it fun? Uh, the outside gig was, was I was just remember watching going, Oh, I wouldn't want to be up there doing that. Right. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as it will. I thought it would be because it was out, you're right it was outdoors it was families and it, it was, was like daytime. in a courtyard yeah 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 it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be uh, it was actually fine and I think that was actually the next year I went back again just for the uh, next year not 2012 that was 2013 too much too soon yeah yeah so you just were you, was it easy to just say alright I'm not gonna so you didn't pass the bar did you ever take it again no no and I missed my window and it still pisses me off I think I missed my window to do it the only way I can do it now is if I quit comedy what do you mean really it, it takes three months to study for it and um uh, you yeah, you don't want to half-ass. It's it's a, it's not. Look, it's it, it it's a tough test. Like, did you want to be a lawyer? Uh, I didn't know at the time. Like, I got into comedy because I couldn't get a job in law. Oh, come on, everyone says shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I had nothing. I couldn't. Yeah, there's nothing I could do but tell jokes, man. <laughs> you got into comedy because. Well, if I had gotten a job, I wouldn't have gone to comedy. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. you got into comedy because you wanted to get into comedy. Sure. You, right. Okay. If you if you want to call me out like that, that's fine. I do want to call you. Um, it's my podcast. That's but, what it happens, but, man. But the, you call just the Todd Berry calling people out. I called you out, man. Yeah. It's always weird to me because I've like it's weird to go from like fans of all these people at the cellar and all these comics, and then getting to know them personally and like you know tr- trying to suppress the fanboy urge like every uh-huh. second I'm with them like all right, just be cool. Just and then cool. getting on the Daily Show and and surpassing all the. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'm still learning how to, you know, do comedy, and I'm still learning the U.S. 
entertainment industry. That's in, is is very interesting. But you know, like a TV credit, you know, doesn't mean does it, so. What doesn't mean? Just means you got that a TV kind of TV credit. credit does because it uh it just gives because not a lot. It's not like you know, it's not like fifty people a year are on the Daily Show as, sure. as a correspondent. Sure, but it just kind of opens the door for stand up, and then you still have to deliver. Like yeah. you can't, you know, you can't fake the funk. You can't fake the funk is what I've always said. I invented that expression. He cannot fake. So the total, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, March 2009, so oh my God. seven years. Damn. Yeah. Too much too soon. I said like fifth time you said this. Uh, have I? Oh, man. As I said that, I go, oh, man, I've said this too much. But you know what? It's just, it won't be said again. Uh, no, I've been pretty lucky. I have, I've been very lucky to get some nice, like people have always like given me nice like opportunities and I, I, hopefully I'd always try to pay them back. And, and so I'm, your breakthrough very was in Melbourne? I would say so, yeah. How did, how do you, how do you crack it there? Uh, there's. There's, are we, are we going to talk comedy? You, you don't want to talk about comedy? No, I, I can't. I love, no, this is why I know I'm in the right job because I can talk about this forever. We can talk about, I mean, I was going to talk about your diet. <laughs> no, no, but I can talk about, I just don't want to bore your listeners because oh, this is very worry. inside they, baseball. They listen to this to get bored. <laughs> it's, that's why they uh, specifically designed to bore them. <laughs> so don't worry about that. <laughs> I listened to the one with uh, Judd Apatow. It's very interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like, all the ones are interesting, but yeah, I mean, with comedy, I don't want to get too inside baseball, but I that's mean, all right, I guess man. You don't, you don't care. All right, um, Melbourne, Australia. It's like you can do the comedy festival, or you can do the comedy club circuit, uh-huh. or you can do the corporate circuit. I guess you know, yeah. there's three paths, and I, I happen to get lucky with the festival circuit in that they, um, like I, I did, I did my one hour show there, and it went well. I won like an award, and then they, you know, they always kind of giving me a platform to perform like uh like you know their, their galas on tv and stuff like that you put me on so and you're yeah. kind of big over there uh i'm okay i'm okay then. how yeah. are you what would be like a u.s comic you're the equivalent to over there oh that's very hard for me to say anything i say sounds like i'm just uh i, I you know there's know. only one right answer to this um, i'll be the todd barry of there Australia. You. <laughs> that's all, all i cared about but my style is nowhere near Todd Berry's. No, it isn't. I, I was uh, watching some clips today, or right, a clip, right. and uh, yeah. What? So, what size places do you play over there? Uh, I would do like two thousand seaters. Holy shit! Yeah, I would do. And that's in a small seaters. country. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, small by your standards, yeah, but still, well, still yeah. big fight. Yeah. It's ten times smaller than U.S. Yeah, but it's like that's what I meant. <laughs> I know it's a big land mass. Right. Uh, <laughs> Population wise is ten times smaller. That's I what I meant. Yeah. The um, see if I could, if I lived in Australia and I was playing two thousand seaters, mm-hmm. I would uh, I'd stay in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hey, there's arguments both ways. One is I I love I love Australia. I was there for ten years. My fiance is Australian. Like um, you know, Australia's been really good to me. And uh, man, going back that's awesome. And I I still love doing comedy there. I'm still doing stuff. You know, I got a pilot coming out there. Ah. And stuff. But uh, I just the U.S. is you know it's 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 America. It's like everything. Um, it's like the NBA. It's like it's like um, everything I watched when I was a kid was from America and all this stuff. So, and also going away and coming back is probably better than circular just constantly touring Australia. I think there's a little bit of that, isn't it? The expo's always from out of town. Well, not even that. You're from out of town. Just like all right, I saw this guy three years in a row. Yeah. Maybe uh oh he took he took off all right now I kind of miss him yeah there's a little bit of that I think once you reach a certain point if because in like I said in Australia Australia you do the comedy festival circuit where you do a one hour show every single year yeah and I've you build it. yeah you've done it you know I'm I'm telling your listeners I know you're telling my people yeah and so you you keep doing it every single year and you build to a certain point and then it's good to take like a you know two years off or something yeah make yourself a, a bit scarce as Un- you say, unavailable like yeah little uh yeah a little more mysterious I've asked you this before did you like it. I loved went, it. Yeah. You never went back, though. I've gone back once. I went back. I did an hour show. Then they brought me back. I kind of wrote to the festival director, yeah. Susan. Yeah. And uh, on a whim, like a few years ago, and I was like, hey, uh, any chance I could do your festival? Yeah. It was like pretty late to ask. And she's like, well, I am booking this thing called Head- Headliners. Headliners, yeah. And I don't know if it was it's the most show. prestige. I mean, it was a prestige. I mean, I was on with Mulaney and Nick Thune and Greg Barrett. Um, no, it's a well-known show. Yeah, it, it, but I felt like I maybe downgraded by going from doing an hour show to like doing you, a package show. With you did, you did, insofar as like it, you limited your 
your like because the idea that you keep doing one hours and you keep building so every year you do an hour you yeah. should have more the next year more the next year so yeah. you kind of you know i mean this was like uh this could have been like eight years apart or something oh then you yeah all the momentum from the first show was gone already anyway, yeah so. but those uh headliner shows they're not they weren't the easiest crowds i think anytime really? you're on like a package deal you kind of just pe- get people go hey i'm gonna go see these american comics yeah not oh todd barry's there and well I mean, there's some of that yeah you'll be surprised at how many people know you but i agree that it's a package yeah it's like oh let's watch the best of u.s comedy basically. it's like doing the best of the fast at edinburgh correct like, it's oh always you, a, you even know like, best of the fast. Oh, wow. it's kind of a shit show Best of the Fest. Let me. Let me. I've done a couple of, of those Best of the Fest shows. At... The late night ones. Those yeah. used to be legendary. They used to. Be, I. I've done that. I, I, I've no, been to Edinburgh. The, not the ones that are where they're. They're. The late night ones, right? Yeah. What's that late night club in Edinburgh? That's where it's brutal. Or I don't know if they still do. It. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, on top of the Gilda Balloon. I'm it's um, the name of that place. But that was a notorious place. But now, now I'm talking about the one where it's like in a 600 seat place. Ah. Uh. In Edinburgh. Yeah. In best of the Fest. Yeah. Well, they have so many Best of the yeah. Fest shows now, but yeah. It's getting too inside baseball. Yeah, it's very inside baseball. But what I like about, what I can take out of all this is that we, I like how you actually have the same comedy festival experiences, which I have obviously way before I ever did it. But just because most American comics don't go to Australia and don't go to Edinburgh in the UK. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a separate world. Oh, yeah. I've been, yeah. I've been there. So the fact that you know these key... Yeah, you know these keywords and you know the culture and you know the, you know. Yeah. It's interesting to talk to you about it because, um, yeah, most U.S. comics don't have that. Do you, um, how did you get that Daily Show job? <laughs> I don't mean that in a shitty way. I don't mean like, uh, see, now I didn't, I totally didn't mean it in any way that would elicit that kind of laughter. What I mean uh, is how did you get that? I know I did ask him, how'd you get that job? <laughs> You either uh, you asked. I didn't it. ask it in like how come I didn't get it. You, yeah, <laughs> did it come out that way? It, I, I, it came out a mixture in my head. It was like either you're saying how can I get it or why did you get it? <laughs> no, I know those are the two worst interpretations of what I of I actually meant. It was, uh, how'd you get the Daily Show job? Once, about, yeah. It's all about inflections. <laughs> once again, uh, shout out to Just for Laughs. I mean, they put me on a gala in 2013, and uh, I did a, a gala spot with Trevor Noah. And he, we talked, he, he liked my set. Um, I was really impressed by his set. And we spoke then, didn't speak again for two years. I haven't spoken. And then one day I got an email from uh, Busboy Productions asking me to audition. Wow. Yeah. And email off my website, which is another reason to have a website. People don't have websites these days. Take it for granted. How are people going to contact you? Get a website. Who doesn't have a website? And people don't have websites. It's irritating. You know, do you know how many, I, right now I made websites for four comics. Oh, you make websites? Yeah. Well, on Squarespace, I just make it for them. Once again, I'll shout out Square. Maybe we can get you some You know what my soon. thing is? And I did this with, uh, with you know, Kate Berlant. No, sorry. I make people register their URL. Like, yeah. she didn't have kateberlant.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to get it. And, like, yeah. and I actually, she did it right here. Right. In my in apartment. In your apartment. <laughs> after recording my yeah. podcast. That's like me, except for websites. I go, you got to get a, I mean, I'm going to make one for you. I get them to set, I get so irritated. I get them to send me three to four promotional pictures and I just make a. Who did you make? What pod, uh, website? Uh, I made one for uh, Catherine Ryan in the UK. She's a Canadian comic who moved over there. She's kicking ass right now. Uh, check out Catherine Ryan. I made one for, I, 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 like I made one. For, Roy Wood Jr. already has one. But it's so he's got the worst deal on the planet. He's paying like a hundred seventy five dollars a month. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous deal I've ever heard of in my life for a website. I have a good website. Yeah, yeah, your website is pretty good. Pretty but, good. But did you make it yourself or what? No, I didn't make it myself. But you, some, what did you have active input into the design? I feel you're the kind of guy who I'm a I, control freak. Oh, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say you, you, you all your stuff that you, all your work is very well crafted. Yeah, I mean, I had a guy who kind of went awol on me. Who was a Seattle guy who mm-hmm. did like all these great websites, mm-hmm. and I kind of contacted him. This is years ago, mm-hmm. and then he's like, uh, he said, "Yeah, let's do it." And then he, he just kept sending me ideas, and finally yeah. we hit one. Yeah, and it just looked. Uh, he was just really stylish compared to a lot of websites yeah. that I've seen. Yeah, but then he went kind of. I don't know what happened. He yeah. got a job, and he kind of. Got it. One yeah, day well. that's the danger. So I got a new guy to take over a little bit. Tweak but, it. But did you pay that first guy? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! See, that's the danger. Was he a fan? Uh did he yeah, contact? But he was very. I mean, he worked. He did plenty of work okay. for the money. He didn't. I never was ripped okay. off by him. Okay. But he did. A, I mean, I know it's hours of shit. He. Did. It wasn't. This was pre 
Squarespace. Where right, you can, right. You have to do it from scratch. Yeah, Handcrafted yeah. websites. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Not get the it. cookie cutter stuff you're doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You're familiar with Squarespace then? Yeah, we're not going to do a commercial for Squarespace. <laughs> I will say... How would I not be familiar with Squarespace? That's like right. saying I've never heard of Denny's or something. Yo, well, well, you're dealing with all these people who don't don't like websites, like who don't have websites. And you talk to them about Squarespace, they're talking, they like cling on to them. They don't know what you're talking about. Like, well, what is this? What is this? Really? Yeah. You're, no, you're, you don't, you're savvy. I am savvy. Yeah, you're very savvy. I'm just savvy enough where I'm still an artist, though. <laughs> sure. You don't want to be too yeah. savvy because yeah. then you just get known for your savviness. Like, oh, that guy's a good promoter. It's yeah, like, yeah. Eh, I'm that's a, true. I'm a good comic, and then I. Do that's what a I great need point. That, I mean, that's my goal. I wasn't saying I was a good comic, but I kind of was. No. Uh, what do you mean? You're a great comic. I love your stuff. I mean, this is why it's so weird to be a fan of you and to be able to talk to you in your apartment like it's nothing. I know. Uh, yeah, well, that that album was it off the bone? Falling off the bone. Falling yeah. off the bone. You always correct me every time I. Well, if you say <laughs> it wrong, I will correct you. That album art <laughs> where you're sitting, you're you're holding a fork and knife at a dinner table, looking down at a plate. No, I'm not. But I know that's my first album, yeah. Medium Energy. I'm I'm sit I'm at a cafe. Yes. And yeah. I'm kind of sipping an iced tea or something. Yes. Which cafe was that? It just closed. It was called Cafe Pick Me Up on Ninth Street. Was it and did- Avenue? A? Did it hold in, any special significance? In the East Village. I don't know. I was just walking around with a photographer, and I, I just spotted this little table. I was like, oh, let's try this. You're walking around with a photographer to try to get an album shot. Yeah, some guy was taking pictures for me. This, okay. I mean, I put out my first album by myself. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a self-release. Yeah, I know. I used to mail them out. Yeah, and you, you opened it with going, hey, everybody, I'm recording my album because I can't do any, these fucking jokes anymore. Something like that. You Did said, I say that? I don't yeah, remember. I haven't listened to my Your very first album, you're like, I'm, I'm sick of doing... Was it 2001? It was earlier yeah. than that. No, it's 2001, oh. but it was uh, re-released by a major comedy label <laughs> in 2004 or five. Right. But um. Yeah, you said I'm sick of doing these fucking jokes. Did I say that? Yeah, you said something. Else. <laughs> I'm well, recording this any of those albums. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the set I'm doing tonight. Oh man! Uh, and then you got the uh, you got him to just take a photo, and it just clicked. Yeah, yeah. It was just like oh yeah, and then I had I think a friend of my. My brother's uh, was an art director guy, and he put it together. What was that? See, my album covers look pretty nice too. I think. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Well, all, all, people who you get to work for you are they your fans? Um. Or are they professionals in their own right who you hire? It's. I mean, some of them turn out to be fans. Like I think the guy, in, the initial website guy. I mean, I had another guy before him, but the guy after who I was been talking about. Mm. I think he. I think he was a fan. Oh. Yeah, I think he was a fan because I think when I wrote to him, he goes, "Yeah." But from what you're saying, you're not you're not like doing shout outs on Twitter, but like, hey, anybody help? Can anybody help me for website? Oh can no, be, no. Yeah, right, right. But I do do shout outs for Twitter for free stuff. <laughs> this might ease perfectly into the next topic, which I didn't know was going to be our next topic. But see behind me, like you see that two boxes of chips from a major chip company. Uh, yeah. And I can't offer you those because you won't eat them, right? No, I won't eat them. God, I, how do I gotta get rid of these? <laughs> Just take them out to the cellar one day. Everyone will take them. And it's such a weird thing now. It is weird. Anyone want chips? Yeah, but why you got a case of them, weirdo? What what happened? Did you do a shout-out and they gave you a bunch of... Um, I did a tweet uh, about the product just because I had a funny thought about it. Mm -hmm. And you notice I'm not revealing the product because I don't do that. And so I (laughs) tweeted about it, and then... Someone said, I think someone tweeted, oh, you should, you, I didn't even, I didn't even uh, tag them in it. And then someone else tagged them and said, oh, you should hook him up or something. And, and then you hooked you up. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, oh God. America is, America And then the first huge. person who comes to my apartment is someone who doesn't even eat chips. Oh, I'm the first guy to come in before that? Boy, yeah, just, those, oh. I got those yesterday. Oh, wow. I wish I could, you know, I could just go on. Yeah, I can't eat it. What's what's because your diet is actually inspirational to me. Oh, really? A little bit. I mean, I, it's standard, but I like for some reason it, you know, when something's like a little epiphany kind of thing. Yeah. What are you writing down? Well, I just want to ask you about something. I don't want. To <laughs> You're taking um, notes on what to ask me yeah. on my podcast. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm a huge fan, so okay. for me, is like, yeah, I can. But I, the, maybe uh, I can speak for the fans listening and ask you some questions. That's great. I don't, I love I love a give and take. Yeah. But like today, I ordered a turkey burger. Yeah. And I just picture in my head, for some reason, you've sort of helped me a little bit without trying to help me. Uh-huh. Just like I pictured him, oh, I don't eat carbs. I pictured you saying, I don't eat carbs. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't need this bun. Yeah. 
There you go. I got a turkey burger with jalapenos. There you go. Let's throw some mustard on there. Yeah. yeah. I don't need this bun, and I won't miss it. Yeah. And I didn't miss it. Yeah. And I saved quite a few uh, calories by doing that. There you that. go. Right? Yeah. Like, who needs a bleached white hamburger you're, bun? You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're basically hitting what I think is the correct way to live. <laughs> <laughs> Do you follow, like, a specific, like program um well let me just say first that like it doesn't people like oh man it's so hot like i've lost 10 kilograms twice in my life 10 kilograms please convert it's about 450 pounds no it's 200 200 uh, 20 20 pounds okay wow we got a story (laughs) about 24 pounds um i've lost 24 pounds twice in my life and so this is the second time I've lost it, and I was like, never again. And the key for me was to change my eating habits permanently and stop thinking about it like a stupid diet. You know, people go like, I'll do this for 10 days, or right. I'll do this for three months, or do this for six so months. So this is like a, a lifetime. It's like lifetime now, forever now, never again. What are the uh, parameters? Pra- basically, just eat protein, vegetables, and fruit. So tofu, all, and meat. I eat a lot of meat. Um, eat a lot of salad, vegetables, and I eat dessert. And it, oh, Sorry, what, fruit. Fruit, yeah. See, that's the yeah, and no, no soda, no, no uh, cake, no cupcakes, no none of that. You know, processed sugar. Do you drink? Um, I do, but I I naturally have no urge to drink, so I'm that for me is not a big deal. For you're me, min- the biggest deal is to give up dessert. I love dessert. You're a minimal drinker. Yeah, I'm very minimal, very minimal drinker. So do you? You have no like. You go to a wedding. You go no yeah. cake for me. Yeah, yeah, and and here's the thing is that I managed to fit. I'm I'm not dogmatic about it. So let's say I go to a restaurant. I can go to any restaurant. I can find something I can eat. I just do what you just described. Whereas I order, let's say I order the steak, and I'll be like, okay, no fries, please, or no potatoes, or if it comes, I won't eat it. Or like I order a burger and just say, hey, uh, burger wrapped in salad, uh, wrapped in lettuce, no bun. You know, I can go anywhere and eat. And let's say like the what I'm ordering has like a bit of um, what do you call it, like you know, crumb on it. Like what what do you call that? Uh, like uh, batter, batter, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, and I'll eat it. It's fine, you know. Like I, I'm not like I'm not dogmatic. Like I'll, I'm you'll flexible eat fried enough. Fried chicken, right? I'll eat fried chicken if it like if I'm at a restaurant where you need, you know, I'll eat. It. I won't eat it every day, but so, you know, like. Sounds like you can work a piece of cake into this. <laughs> no, no. If I got you eating fried chicken, yeah. you can go ahead and have but, a slice of a pound cake. <laughs> but you'd be surprised, like you can, how much you can enjoy what you eat and and go to f- good restaurants and not have to eat at you know you know um, healthy restaurants. You can eat anywhere. And you can still find something you can eat. But, I could eat, find something to eat at McDonald's. What you, would you get at McDonald's? You could order um, the quarter pounder, take away the bun. Uh, you, probably you could eat nuggets not every day, but you know that's like very nuggets. Protein. Yeah, protein. Yeah, people are gonna people are gonna tear you apart. When oh no, they're gonna go after me. Well, oh, they're gonna oh. be like, yeah. I mean, let me have a let me have an Oreo if you're gonna have nuggets. <laughs> hey, but here's the thing: you're just fighting for yourself. So, so here's a okay. Here's the here's the biggest thing I was trying to set. I should have said before I mentioned all this stuff. First of all, everyone's body is different. So what works for me is not necessarily going to work for you. You got to go find out what works for your particular body type. Second of all, you have to understand why you want to lose weight. Like, or, or not even lose weight, why you want to eat healthy. Like the why is so important and people don't think about it enough. Like for me, I, I want to eat healthy because I don't want to be a fat fuck. Right? Now, <laughs> it, it, what that means is in my head, I'm like, okay, I know why I'm doing this. So... I'm not, I'm just cheating myself. Like if I eat an Oreo, I'm just like, I, I mean, this sounds like common sense, but that's what's keeping me from, I, I don't have any cheat days. I don't have a end date for my diet. It's a permanent lifestyle change now. Yeah. And so just knowing why you want to do it. And, and most people, we don't need to lose weight. Like you don't need to lose weight. You look fine. I most people. Of, I got a little bit of a gut. There. Yeah, but we all look fine. You look fine. You know, you don't have to do anything I'm saying. It's just, you know, if you. But I did feel good, like, because I feel like I'd sacrifice nothing by taking that bun off. Yeah, exactly. You know, small. I, that, so that was, for me, was like small changes every day. Just small changes Especially every day. Especially if you got those jalapenos doing yeah. the job yeah. for them. Yeah. But I think the problem is, like, fruit. I just, it, it bores me to Fuck. Yeah, but you've been you've been forced what? me to fucking shit, man. That's the dirtiest I've ever been. <laughs> I just so. Boring. You know why? Because you got processed sugar in your head. You know what I mean? You've been eating yeah, exactly for year for decades for like you're what like sixty five right now? Like you've been oh. for, for like sixty five years. You've oh. been um. That's your first jab you've yeah. taken. <laughs> like you you have that processed sugar flowing through your coursing through your cortex like. And once I, I know I sound super preachy here. I'm trying. No, I'm told. Yeah, I asked you about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally question. trying not to be super preachy. Anyone can eat. You guys, uh, people look fine, right? You, you don't exercise? have to. Uh, I play basketball once a week, but I lost twenty pounds lo- just watching what I eat. 
you know, it was watching what I eat. I didn't go crazy. I didn't join CrossFit. I didn't, you know. You walk around? Uh, I walk around a lot. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Um, I, to- I, I think it's safe to say that objectively speaking, regardless of your uh, opinions on food, processed sugar is bad for you. I think we all yeah, know yeah, that. Know. We can all agree yeah, that. So yeah. once you start from there, then all right, just, you know, let's just all agree with what. about what? diet soda? Diet Coke? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I know there's no sugar and there's zero carbs in that, like zero, zero calories. I can't bring myself to drink that stuff. I don't think it's, it's probably better to drink water than it is I, to drink Diet Coke. Yeah, so I feel I'm like... I'm with you on that. Yeah. Although I did have a Diet Coke today. You know, you, the ones that really tempted me was uh, sugar-free like Reese's Pieces, but I've never had it before. Sugar-free but, Reese's Pieces? Yeah, yeah. There's like zero sugar in them. So I don't know. But I just feel like I'm sure there's something else going on in there that it's not good for me. Do you... um? Do you ever have resistance, like ordering at a restaurant? No, 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 no. no. You ever go to a place where they're like, we don't change our menus for you? Well, um, no, I haven't had that problem yet. But even if that happened, I would just order whatever it was and just move it myself. Right. Yeah. Just take the bun off, take the fries off. Like, yeah. Butter? You eat butter? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll have butter. I mean, oh. incidental. Like, I won't. <laughs> I'm not spreading butter on my Mainly stomach. Mainly, it's sugar and carbs that you're not tapping. Basically, so yeah. You're never gonna have a bowl of spaghetti for the rest of your life. No, I mean, my, my fiance loves spaghetti, so I will have like, she will give me, she'll force me to eat like, you know, like two strands of spaghetti, but. <laughs> she'll force you yeah, to eat two. I miss noodles. I miss noodles a lot. Oh my God, noodles. Chinese noodles are the best. Ramen. I miss ramen. Uh, you know, Japanese Soba. noodles. Soba. I miss all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. I think I, I think I had like half a bowl of ramen, like maybe six weeks ago. So, you know, once again, not dogmatic, like right. just, yeah. It's kind of a general guideline. Yeah, yeah. And if you have three noodles one day, yeah, yeah. you're not going to start crying and <laughs> right. beat yourself up. Over yeah, it. don't spiral, you know. So what, what motivates you to want to eat better? You look fine? Like, you, you feel good? What's, what's the problem? I just, you know, I go on the road. Yeah, that's tough. And, uh, you know, you, just, you justify eating poorly on the road, especially you work at a club and they're like, what's your menu? We have chicken fingers, onion rings. Yeah, see, that's the problem. You know, know, well, you know, I, maybe some chicken fingers and onion rings. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to no other options. But there are other options. You know what the trick is to eat at supermarkets. That When I'm on the road, I eat on, at supermarkets. That's I, I buy the fruit and then I get the roast chicken or whatever the hell they have in the back. And then I just eat that. You eat it at the supermarket? Well, I bring it back. But I mean, I'll, Oh, that's depressing. It is, but, it, but it's... I'd the, rather be unhealthy <laughs> than be. go buy your fucking rotisserie chicken and bring it back to a courtyard by Mexico. <laughs> My but, God, that's depressing. Yeah, but that's... Like you gain in health, you lose in. Yeah, I know that, but there's other quality of life issues. My, <laughs> oh is... my God! If you came in, if this is pissing you off, then <laughs> then we... no, it's not pissing me off. It's no, but it's just your in reaction fun, in a fun way. It's pissing me off. <laughs> have you uh, have you been on the road a lot here in the states? I no, saw I'm... that on your website, your Foursquare website. Is oh. that a Foursquare website? No, no, Squarespace. Squarespace. Okay, Foursquare is that app. <laughs> you you just did that thing where you call the internet eBay. <laughs> No, I took something and kind of just flipped it. Uh, I I am starting to go on the road in America, but not a lot. But uh, I'm starting to. It's, a, it's cool. I get to see a lot of the country. I get to yeah, see America. Of course you do. It's awesome. Where have you been? I've been to, I'm trying to visit all 50 states. I've been to eight states. I just hit all 50 states a few weeks ago. I went to Kansas. It was the last state I've had to visit. I haven't performed in all 50, but I've now visited every state. That's awesome. Unless I'm missing one. Hawaii? No, I've been to Hawaii. Alaska? Been to Alaska. That's all the states I know. Florida? Uh, you're only from know Florida. two states. Yeah. You only know, do over um, 50 states. There's Guam? Kind of, that's not that's Puerto like, Rico? Those are, uh, what, what do you call it, protectorates, protectorates or something like that? There's territories. I don't know you should that. know that. You're on The Daily Show. Yeah, they are protectorates. Yeah. Is, is that, that the a, right word? It's a weird zone. No, I think one of them is a territory, one of them is a protectorate. Okay. It's so weird. Man. It made me sound smart to say protectorate. Though. Yeah, but you're right. The uh, Have you been to Maine? Maine, yeah. Hmm. Where have you... Uh, <laughs> So where have you been? Okay, so I, I, I've done shows in uh, colleges. I did uh, New Hampshire College, which was cool. I used to live in Manchester, New Hampshire when I was a kid. Was you a, did? Yeah, when I was young. But, well, I lived there from three to uh, seven. Three to seven years old. Then I went back to Malaysia. Wow. Yeah. So I went back to Manchester, New Hampshire. It was great. I got to see my old... I took a road trip to my old neighborhood. I got to see... Well, I've been trying to go there for 20 years now. I got to see my old elementary school. I got to see my old apartment. I went all the way to the door of my old apartment. And I know this sounds weird, but for me, for the past 20 years, I've been always wanting to go back. So it was huge to be like, oh my God, I'm finally back. It was nice. I took photos with my mom. Oh. It's good, yeah. How'd you end up in New Hampshire from Malaysia? Uh, my parents went there for college. So they brought us along. They had so they kids very Malaysia late. Still, they they still live in Singapore right now. Yeah. Singapore? They live in Singapore, yeah. 
And wow. and then I lived in Singapore for ten years. I Holy went to shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you knew that, right? I don't know. I can't. I can't. You can't remember any no, of this. Yeah. I, this is the first conversation we've ever had. Really. <laughs> but I didn't know about Singapore unless right. you told me, and I forgot. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what to ask you about. So you've been on the road not a lot, but you're going on the road. Yeah, I went to Dartmouth College. Oh uh, man, you're getting the sweet gigs. Was that a sweet gig? It was yeah. a good gig. I mean, that's like a Ivy League school, I believe. It or is a very good school. It is, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a good gig, right? That's tr- well, that's true. But it was a good gig. I do smart comedy, so it might be different for me. <laughs> it was a good gig. Wasn't it? Was a very good gig. I was expecting the worst from colleges, but they're, they're, it was great. Yeah. Was oh. that post daily show? Yeah, yeah, post daily show. Yeah. The only reason I get any work in America is because I I'm, I got lucky enough to be on the Daily Show. Yeah, no, no one gave me the time of day. Yeah, no one gave me time of day. Yeah. That is going to help you a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I saw you're doing Central Park. Yeah, but that's a daily show. Show. Oh so, really? Yeah. Can I be on it? I I would love to have man. Uh, if, I would love to if I if I knew who to contact. <laughs> no, no. I don't know what I don't I'm know what sick I, 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 I. There's a theme to that show, and I don't. <laughs> I don't fit in with that theme, so I was just joking. But that's fun. I've done that summer stage. Before. Is it any good? I'm yeah, worried yeah. about that. They're it, actually families. It's open air. It's bad for it's comedy. Nice. No, it's actually nice because okay. they're. You walk out and there's this mob of people, and uh, right. if the weather's good, if the weather's bad, then it might be a problem. Right. But yeah, I mean they're not like right. rowdy or anything. Right. But that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, I got some gigs booked at uh, Acme. That's a good place. Minneapolis. That's I got good. Comedy Works. They, yeah. Everyone tells me I'm these are top five clubs, and yeah, I'm those like, are big. Those are, um, yeah, I, I'm happy to do them, and I, I'm conscious, but yet unaware of how lucky I am. You know what I mean? Like, I'm conscious that, I will, oh... I will keep reminding you. Oh, please keep me grounded, how, Mr. Bear. No, I won't. I don't know. So, I'll actually insult you. <laughs> so I've been having... Yeah, it's been really cool. Um, I managed to prove myself at the cellar, so they put me on a lot. I don't know if, you know, if that's going to stop or what, what the deal is. Like, do they, do they rotate and then they stop people? I don't know what, but I'm enjoying it right now. I'm loving the spot. Yeah, so. you'll be out of there soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great while I, while yeah, I lasted. Your run's going to be over very soon. Very no, <laughs> I'm sure you're fine. There. Yeah, I'm very sure you're fine. When, when I went, I, yeah, when I was, when I first went to the comedy show, I was like, if I could jump on this stage once, I'd be happy. So. Did you audition or did you? I auditioned, did yeah. They yeah. Just put you on? I auditioned, yeah, yeah. I had Trevor- my... No, no, I had um, Bill Burr was very kind enough to vouch for me. Oh, that's Because, nice. yeah, and Todd Barry would do it. So, uh, Bill. Oh, that's I, not true. I've never recommended anyone. Yeah. I'm afraid to recommend people. Uh, yeah. I, what if they. Yeah, yeah. I know. What if they eat it when I. And what if it's like they have an off night and it's going to be like, that's the person you recommend? Yeah, but. But the, I also, I, not a lot of people have asked me, and I'm sure now that I said that out loud, no people will start asking. <laughs> but also, the the idea behind vouching is that you only vouch because your word means something. So, meaning that you wouldn't vouch if they weren't ready. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, I do. I do help people, though. Yeah. I've helped many, a, a, many a comic <laughs> owes their career to me. We could be here all day and night. I, I wanted to ask you about oh, okay, being... Okay, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go. Sorry. No, I noticed you have a question written on your hands. So yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, you're... you're you're, I'm trying to get better at podcasting. Your timing is really throwing me off because I know you take it slow, so I always feel like I'm cutting you off. I'm That's sorry. Right. If I'm, no, no, am I cutting you off? Sorry. Don't apologize. You haven't I'm done sorry. anything wrong. All right. Uh, so I want to ask about, man, you, like being a New Yorker because uh-huh. you are like, you're like such a quintessential New Yorker, but yet you, you want you want from here. You're from Florida. Really? I thought I was born in the Bronx, but I guess that's not New York. Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You were born in the Bronx, but then you moved to Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Okay. Then I guess that's more New Yorky. I still consider you Asian, even though you live in Manchester, New right. Hampshire. Well, I am. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm literally from Asia, so I can't be any more Asian. And I'm from New York. Okay. Wow, I got way over defensive on that one. Yeah. I'm just kidding, but I am from New York. But, what but were you so, say? so what's this Florida thing? Do you, what do you consider Florida? Is this a, a aberration? Well, it's always a thing. Uh, people, I used to get in, not get into it with people, but right. it used to bother me because I'd say. I go, yeah, I lived in New York till I was five and upstate till I was eight. Then I moved to Florida for like 15 years. Oh, you're from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, so now it's come to the point where I've lived in New York longer than I've lived in Florida. Yeah, so, and you finally, you you stayed long enough. Go, when... like, like, what's fucking more New York than being born in the Bronx? But also, How okay, first of all, that? first of all, this seems to bother. So do you actually care about being called a New Yorker, non-New Yorker? First of all, number one. No, it's not like I'm embarrassed about Florida, but I I do I do like being called in New York. And I I mean, and I was born here, and right. I, you know, I, I really was born here. Right. <laughs> it's not. A, What's your birth It's not set? like I was Can born in. You gotta show your birth in, in Wyoming, and I'm like, it's really important right. that I identify as a New Yorker. Right. But for, I I see that being a New Yorker is has some importance to you. Being yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So that's all the way. Then second of all, is like when you came back, like 
I guess for me, I felt like you were because uh, you were away for 15, 15 years. So when you came back, you you really kind of you know integrated yourself back into New York like really really well. Like you, I feel like you're as New York as um, I don't know. Well, we I'll tell you what happened was we moved down. My father's company moved to Florida, so we all moved. Yeah. So he would have a job still. Yeah. And then. Um, a couple of times we went back to New York, and I kind of explored Manhattan to the extent you could explore with your parents when yeah. you're a kid. Yeah. And but at some point I was like, oh, I'm absolutely moving t- to this city. Right. Because like very few things in my life am I was I that sure of. Yeah. So then I started doing comedy in Florida, yeah. and then uh, a year later, a little soon maybe, yeah. I uh, a friend of mine from University of Florida was also moving to New York, so we went, went up and got an apartment. Was that Tom Rhodes? No, no, not a comic. Oh, someone else. Yeah, and and so when you when you came back, you're like you just and and 15 years, you never got sick of the city. 15 years. Oh, as in oh that I've since I've been here. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I've been here since I've been back since '89. Right, right, right. Sorry. So, so no, when you came back, you never got sick of Manhattan. Never. Sometimes, uh, I mean, you know, when you get like in your own, when you just get in the thing where you're like, oh, I'm working on something. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm working on a book now. Mm-hmm. It's like you forget. All you know is like, well, there's that coffee shop I go to and I write, and yeah. And sometimes you have to remember, man, there's all this shit I could go look at. Yeah. Like I could go on a subway. You could go to that museum house. Yeah, I could go to the museum. I could, yeah. I mean, I could walk to this museum. I could walk to this other museum. Yeah. I could do all sorts of stuff that I don't necessarily do. Yeah. So you know, once you get, you know, once you get used to living here, I guess uh, you sort of have to remind yourself that it's. How great it is. Yeah. Because sometimes it is a maddening city to live in. Yes. But it's, I still love it. Yeah. Having said all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a tough city, yeah. I want to know what Asia's like. Asia, Asia is cool. I've never been there. Well, oh, wait a second. I just, I forgot I went to Japan. Oh, yeah. And I went to Israel, I went to Japan. I didn't realize it was in Asia. Well, okay, I guess technically Israel is Asia. I didn't I think about know. that, but yeah, I guess it is, yeah. I forgot. How do I forget that I went to Japan six months ago? Yeah. I and- blank for a second. Yeah, you tweeted about it. I saw your tweets about Japan. Oh, yeah, there were was, a lot of them. Was that your first time in Japan? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, my God. I, Japan is the only country I want to go visit again. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. Every, every place I, I'm, I visit, I'm glad I visited, but I'm like, ah, oh, I don't need to go back. Japan is like, I need to come Japan, back. Japan, you feel like you need like 30 trips to, to <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, man, there's just think of all the stuff I yeah. did not see in my five yeah. days in Tokyo. Did you do a Did you do a gig there? No, I just went. You do a gig there, you can claim the whole thing as a tax expense. Yeah, thanks. I know about. All right. <laughs> I love that you think I didn't know that I could declare that a business trip as a business trip. That's hilarious. Oh, really? All these years I've been going on the road and not. I just counted as vacation. I wasn't with Japan, man. It was the bad. Like you did a gig there? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I went there just as a holiday. By yourself? Well, with my fiance. Who's your? Fi- I met your fiance. Did, yeah, did you? Yeah, she's yeah, cool. Yeah, she seemed very nice. Yeah, she's Australian. Is she back in Australia? Yeah, she's in Australia right now. Yeah. She's going to come over soon. But. She's got to, man. Yeah, yeah. No, she's coming. She's coming. She How long have you been with her? Uh, on and off for six years. On and off. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. There's yeah. some gossip. Juicy, juicy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, two years off and then go back. Uh, I'm not going to ask personal questions. Yeah. Now, did you, uh, are you loving New York? Yeah, I am loving it. Uh, I've been trying to come here for a long time. So it's been like, loving um but like what you said now that you live here you don't see the stuff as much you're just going office home office home comedy seller and, yeah yeah you know, it's like you you get new york new york is like one of the busiest cities on the planet and you it becomes like five places you know and i think as guys when we find something we like we just keep going back there to eat you know yeah like, yeah we I have mean, a nice diner we just go back there i go back and forth between thinking like i'm a regular because there's a reason i'm a regular it's kind of nice to be a regular at this restaurant and they yeah. know me there and they say hi yeah, and yeah. you can see they know me because yeah. they've been there 400 times but then you're like why don't i just walk two extra blocks yeah. and there's a whole row of shit i've a never whole new even... world oh my god it's very woody allen yeah. To to just be like, oh, I just go to one re- every night. Just go to one restaurant. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that bad. Um, That's my impression of your life. It's just the perfect, same. That was a flawless Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't do impersonation. I'm I'm surprised at how close I got it. To be honest, <laughs> your your you... face is in shock right now. How bad? I, love, I, love <laughs> that you think. No, I wasn't looking for a good impression there. <laughs> your your face is in shock. How bad that Woody Allen was. You know. Can you do a Woody Allen? 
a Moody Allen. I can't. I don't do impressions either. Neither of us are, are great impressions. I, someone told me that the Asian accent makes it harder to do voice like different accents. So apparently, this is the worst suited accent to do any other accent. Whereas, like an Australian accent is like supposed to be the best suited for doing an American or like a British accent. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I never heard of that before. Yeah. The uh, so what? Where should I go in Asia if I was going to go? Because I I really want to go. Yeah, it depends. Do you want like clean and safe <laughs> Asia, or do you want I like pretty dangerous? Want... <laughs> I'd like to get sick and mugged. <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, there's no lack of options for that. If you you know, if you want. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious about Thailand, Cambodia. Well, this whole gigs that is gig. I told you to do those gigs. I've been trying to hook I mean, you. You know what though? It's nice. Like when I went to Japan with no gig, it's oh it okay. Changes everything. Oh I no, mean, it's nice to have the whole thing funded. No, that's but what I meant. Changes your whole no, no. If mindset. you if you want to go on a holiday, all the better. I'm just saying yeah. that if you want a gig to force you to actually, I feel like you're the kind of guy who needs to be forced to go to Asia because it's such a long flight. No, I'm all about the miles. You get your air, you get your air miles. I I gave up on miles, and so now I registered on all five airlines, and I just do whatever the fuck I want now. I gave up on I I can't micromanage miles. And you look at me like you're so angry. You're angrier at me at this than anything else yeah. I've said on this podcast. You're not the first guest I've been angry with. Yeah. So do you you collect your miles? However. I did collect my miles in Australia. I was Virgin Australia all the way, which is tied to Delta, and so that partnership was awesome. I was platinum. I got free upgrades, so all that shit. You got the lingo down. I got I know I know the deal, but the problem is now I'm in a place where I have to fly to Australia every five weeks and it's not like a it's you fly to australia every five every weeks. five week, every five six oh, you weeks. gotta get your miles i i do i have my mouth but but i can't i have to fly the airline that fits my schedule i don't have the luxury well, of picking it's still a ton of miles i do i i claim my miles but i don't okay, i don't so you put in your your number yeah but i'm not consolidated to one airline that's that's all right yeah especially with those big flights yeah, but it still matters. Like if I consolidate it on one flight, oh be yeah, awesome, I mean you could. Yeah. It's, but if you you could still have this now. Now we're boring everyone. Yeah, <laughs> no, literally talking about points. Oh, but people know by now that this this topic gets built up or gets brought up. So where if I to, where should I go if I was going to go? If you're going to give me two countries. Well, well, here's the thing. I'm from Singapore, Malaysia, so I'm going to say Singapore, Malaysia because I know those places. I don't know anyone who's been to Malaysia. Um, I'm gonna say there's gigs there, but you don't you don't want to hear that. But yeah, uh, Malaysia's cool. Malaysia, you need someone to show you around, and then it's awesome. Like the, everywhere on the planet, if you have someone showing you around, it's better, obviously, right? But Malaysia, it if you have someone to show you, okay, eat here, go here, do this, like that's because Malaysia and Singapore. I think it's fair to say the biggest things going for Malaysia and Singapore is the food. It's you can't you can't get anywhere else. It's that you can't get that authentic taste anywhere else. As Andrew Schultz. You know Schultz? Yeah. Yeah, he just went to Singapore. I had I, I debriefed him for two hours about it. We were just talking about how awesome the food is. And he was like, I know. And he's like, I can't talk to anyone here about it because they don't understand. I'm like, dude, I hear you, man. I didn't know that yeah. Singapore's food was that good. Singapore's food is awesome. Malaysia's food is awesome. And and you, you can find Singapore Malaysian restaurants anywhere. It doesn't taste the same. doesn't taste the same. You know, it, it, I have yet to... To be fair, I haven't explored everyone in New York yet, but... In Australia, I couldn't find a real authentic one. It's all just you know, poor substitutes and all that. But so go go. Singapore is good because Singapore you can get by without a guide. You know what I mean? Everything's in English. You know, it's it, everything's clean and safe, and you can get around. Like Malaysia, there's public transport, taxis, all that. Malaysia is a tougher to get around, and also they don't. You know, English is not the the primary language. Every, about, people can speak it, but it's not the you know. What about Thailand? Um. I don't. I'm not. I've been to Thailand once, but I'm not super experienced with it. But it, it's good, you know. Go Vietnam was good. Yeah, I want to go to Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. My 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 fiance took me there. She's Vietnamese, uh, Australian. She took me there. Like we went for family. It was what great. Is your, what is your What is your Vietnamese? Yeah. What does your fiance do? Yeah. She's a lawyer. She's uh, a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She passed the bar. She passed. You no, know, I. She passed by in Australia. I passed the bar in Australia oh, you as did? well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they asking? Like two questions? Then? No, no. It's a course. It's like a six months course. You so you never yeah. worked as a lawyer. Uh, I didn't. I interned as a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now these Daily Show interviews. I yeah. watched. Um, I watched the one you did with the uh, the election about the Donald directors Trump. of elections and the the crappy machine. Oh, right? broken voting machines. That's my yeah. first piece ever. It was good. Thank you so much. Do they know? I mean, you know, maybe you don't have to. Read yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone asks you this. But yeah, do yeah. they know you're gonna fuck with them? Um, I I can't really talk about okay. those interviews, but I will say that, uh, um, we don't force anyone to say anything and. Um, they get the tone of the show, you know. So right, they yeah. know what the Daily Show is. I mean, they yeah, you know. So all we do is in usually in good fun and 
Yeah. Well, you'll be telling me all those secrets once I uh, shut this machine, this recording. <laughs> right, right, right. You're going to tell me everything. Right. No, I, I, it's not, I get it. I know you got to keep secrets. Um, I, I think it, I, I'm too junior there to comment. No, no, you just, yeah, yeah. Effectively on it. I don't I'm surprised they let you be on. I know some people are like, I'm, I can't do it. I had to get permission to get on this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you did? Yeah. I asked the EPs, like, hey, do you mind if I go on Todd Barry's podcast? And they're like, Todd Barry, yeah, fuck it. Like, Todd Barry, we love him. Yeah. Never had him on The Daily Show, but we love him. Uh oh. <laughs> I think I hit a nerve. <laughs> we never ever had him on. Did you want to go on Daily Show? I wanted to go on when I had my crowd work special. Uh, oh, and, and, and promote it. Oh, yeah, But sorry. Louis went on and promoted it. Which right, I guess right. is better than me doing it. Right. Right. At the same time. But you know what? I was actually on a daily show test show when Craig Kilborn was hosting. Huh. But so that was my daily show experience. The um You've been part of everything I know, in New all, York. It's all over for me, man. What I, do you mean? It's, it's only here, just man. begun. Shit. Like temperature wise? Or like your career is getting hot? No, my career's been hot for a long time. <laughs> it's not getting hot, it's just remaining simmering. Are you at the cellar tonight? I am. What time? Uh, can't remember. Like eleven. I don't know. I didn't even look eleven. At yeah. Have you been to China? Yeah, I did Des Bishop's gig in China. You know Des Bishop? Yeah. Yeah, he did a gig in China. He first of all, Des Bishop, Irish comedian, uh, New Yorker, yeah, moved to Ireland. Yeah, yeah. He was on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. he went to China, learned Chinese for yeah. two two years. Yeah. Unbelievable. His Chinese is really good, and his his comedy in Chinese is funny. Like I I watched it. I was like, yeah, this guy's funny. That's amazing. And and in, when you do comedy in Chinese, you have to be clean and you can't criticize the government you know what i mean yeah i'd be afraid of like letting something slip and then you're like in trouble you're on the news yeah. here and the, yeah they're, they're trying to extradite you or something <laughs> might be good for sales can, but those gigs all those gigs you have to do you have to sneak in or can i be legit it can be it can be legit yeah it can be legit yeah yeah what the china gigs like the like the china well i've already talked about this before but what? the um what the what about singapore yeah, you can legit, why not? What yeah. about Dubai? You been there? No, I haven't been there. I'm going to Lebanon. You are? Yeah, yeah. For in for a gig, yeah. In July. A USO thing or No, no, no. Just my friend my my Australian comic friend moved to Lebanon to do radio and he does a comedy show there. So I'm flying there for a weekend, do a gig and come what back. Airline? It's very baller. What airline? You um going? that's the thing. I had to go find an airline and once again you can't there's no point, so it's I'm just buying a flight but from these scratch. All, no, these all add up because you you go let's say you do like Thirty thousand miles from Delta for one flight, then a twenty thousand American. Yeah. Eventually, those are going to add up, and you're like, "Holy shit, I do have sixty thousand miles." That's my plan. Is now I'm just so go they all off. add up. Yeah, so always get your miles. Yeah, I'll get my miles. Okay, but it's just I'm not consolidating. The worst. This is my biggest. Oh, I'm so upset right the now. The miles. What do you have to plug so we can we can uh, wrap this this thing up? Um, uh, I got some dates coming up: Denver and Minneapolis in August. Yeah. Uh, check my website ryanchang.com. Um. Thanks for everyone's support. I'm really happy to be on this podcast, man. <laughs> I wasn't looking for a closing statement oh. like that, but uh, I don't know how I do appreciate it. Yeah. So that's all you got? Is the, I mean, I don't mean that's, that's all, all you got, right but that's what you have I'm so far. Because you're busy. You're done the daily show. <laughs> that's all I how, got. How many days a week do you have to go in? Uh, five days a week. Wow. Five days a week. Yeah. You get a writing credit? I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. You might want to look into that. Why? What does that, what does that mean? What, What's the writing credit? Yeah, like what does that matter? Does it matter? I mean, we're just trying to make a good product. Like what does the writing credit get you then? It might get you more money, and it gets you oh, really? a writing credit. Oh, it gets you a written. There's, I don't know. There's all these keywords in America. I'm learning now, like writing credit and like uh, f the spot, the open five minute spot, the the food spot, and then there's like a late night spot. Like the, you, yeah. you guys name the spots. I feel like the word writing now is probably a word you've heard before. Right, but but I what well, I don't know. I feel like we're all in it just to make a show. I don't know what the. Wow, you're just a simple man. I'm just simple, just trying to do some content. Hey man, just, I don't just... even care if they pay me. <laughs> oh, we, <laughs> oh, we forgot to talk about you having a business manager. Comedy. Oh yeah, you want to talk about business yeah, manager? Yeah, talk about that real quick. The uh -huh. this you've been giving me shit about this for. You want me to stop? I no, stop. no, 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 at all. But the, okay, business manager. <laughs> it's just a numbers thing. It's not an ego thing. It's like if if you if you if you incorporate. And it makes sense to get a business manager to manage the corporation. And yeah, you get it. it's not about like showing off or anything, right? Oh, I know you're not showing off. I know. I don't get that from you at all. Yeah. Nah, I don't want to bore people with the business manager. <laughs> Why don't you get a business manager? You get a business manager. I'm not, I, I don't want, because you get a business manager and then they're like, all your checks. Like I was talking to a comic. Yeah. Uh, 
I could say who it was, Big J. And he's like, oh, it's great. You know, yeah. I just get my checks from the road and I put, I mail them to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, I get my checks and I go to the Chase that's three blocks from the club and I deposit it before I leave for the airport. Well, you can make it. You, you... I just ripped Jay apart, man. <laughs> well, you, your business manager works for you. So you can have an arrangement where you say, okay, I'm just going to deposit the checks myself. That's yeah, it. I just don't want them. I guess I want a business manager who doesn't go near my money. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. And I understand why as well. Dude, this place is, America is crazy. The amount of, the way that they can access your money without any formal documentation for me is very scary. Oh, like power of attorney kind of thing? Like I didn't sign anything and somehow my agents who got me the gig knew to give the checks to my manager who I just signed with, no formal agreement. They gave him the check and then he took and then gave it to a business manager. I'm like, I appreciate how automated Man, this they is. All take their cut. Yeah, I appreciate, oh. I appreciate how automated this is. But at the same time, it's like, I didn't, for, for money to exchange hands that easily without me knowing what happened to it is very scary. I didn't know what happened to it. That's why I was asking my agent, like, uh, asking my business manager, hey, do you know where the, did the money come in yet? Or what? And he's like, let me talk to your agents. Ugh. And then they, they said, oh, we give it to your manager. I'm like, that, that's very scary that they did that because. Yeah. But I guess that's just how America works. Yeah, it's called. Uh, Capitalism. It's called the Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here, Ronnie. Thanks so much for having me. Love Todd Berry. Check out his website, ToddBerry.com. And you people at home, thank you for being here. See you later. Bye. Feral Audio. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.